Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. We're so glad you're with us today. Dr. Kathy Greenberg, uh, my esteemed host and co-author of Emotional Brilliance is here. And Kathy, welcome to the show. So let's <laughs> talk a little bit about, the, about what we want to talk about in the show. And our Emotional Brilliance book is going to come out on June 9th. And Kathy and I have been feverishly um, trying to get the last draft done. And so go ahead, Kath. Um, Oh, no worries. I mean, part of the reason I'm a, I'm a little overly giddy this morning uh, is because I was up until about mm, 5 a.m. making sure that the, uh, the final draft got off to the, uh, to the copy editors. And so for those of you who are listening, I hope you are as excited as we are. So Emotional Brilliance Living a Stressless fearless life is coming your way. You can order it today for 99 cents. We are doing a special promotion for all of our friends, all of our loved ones, all of our wonderful listeners around the world. And we wanted to give you something that you could bounce forward with into this new post-pandemic environment for some of you, uh, for, for uh, another population of you, you may just be getting into it or just be coming out of it. But wherever you are, um, this book is for you. And so we're very, very happy. If you go to EB, that's Emotional Brains, EBLifeBook.com. And we're excited because it's, it's uh, ready to order. And the 99 cents is, is going to be a promotional. It won't always be 99 cents, but this is a great time uh, to do it, whether you're listening live um, or you're listening to one of the recordings. Um, this is a great opportunity. And I'll cast it also a little bit about what we're trying to do with this book, and then we can just trade it back and, back and forth. I'm not you sure for, and for if, you yeah, and I, I, would, I was, how, mm-hmm. how stressless this is <laughs> at the moment. Um, <laughs> but I but think we will be stress. stressless and fearless yeah. once this is kind of uh, off and out. So anyway. Um, yeah, this is the good stress. Yeah, yeah. And I think like anybody when you finish a project, you know, you got to kind of you can see the finish line and you're doing everything uh to hit that finish line. So, a lot of this is around why are we talking about this especially at this time of COVID and the pandemic. Emotions, feelings are all uh more intense, more frequent. You're basically, you know, at home sheltered in, it's easy to get more irritated, frustrated, you know, with uh, people in your family. And I know for me, and I'm sure for most of us, I'm kind of the worst, you know, with my family because probably the impatience um, and, you know, have such a long history. So all these emotions are, are so more frequent. And so what do you do with them? And it's a lot of what we will be talking about in Emotional Brilliance book. We have a model that we're highlighting with the acronym of NAME, N-A-M-E. So how do you notice it in your body and, and label it is the end. How do you accept it even though you may not want to? It's unpleasant. You don't want to accept it, but how do you kind of lean into it? How do you manage it? And, you know, there's managing uh, thoughts. So how do you change your thoughts in a way to manage it? Or actions. How do you move forward? And then E is express. Do you express it? Do you choose to express it? And who do you express it to? And how do you express it? So those are all the key things, you know, as far as one of the the models that we have. And then the other piece is, what's your go-to? Right now, if you're home and you've got challenges at work, like we've had challenges to get the book out, kind of what's your go-to? And then what that means is what, what do you summon? What do you bring forward to manage the challenge? And so, Kath, let me just ask you, because we've both been kind of running wild around this challenge. What in to finish the book? What's been your go-to? Because I know you've been going crazy. 
Yeah. Kind of pull it all together. No, it's a great question. You know, I mean, how do how do any of us um, get through something when we are mature enough and experienced enough to see our own internal pattern, right? Our yeah. internal, if you will, emotional hygiene in. Uh, if you will, comparison to what's going on around us outside, which we're calling our emotional ecology. So uh, for me, it, you know, having done this for many, many years, this is my um, my ninth book, but it's my first one with you, so of course it's very special to me. Um, and this so far is, is my, uh, just my most beloved book in terms of where we've come to on on being able to help other people. So For me, knowing myself as well as I do under so many different challenging environments, it's still that adaptability. And and I was doing the dedication, um, as you did as well, and I find myself uh, reflecting on what I've learned from other people. And my father always used to say, you know, you need to adapt, my dear, or you're going to be disappointed. And Mm. I think that that was really great advice, and that's probably why my go-to is adaptability, flexibility, doing whatever I can in the moment, because emotions influence our decisions, our communications, our relationships. Uh, You and I know we've been doing this now for 13 years. We have a loving relationship in uh, you know almost fifty countries with uh, over one hundred twenty seven cities and almost four million people and so we know right when we get on this show, regardless of what the topic is, we got to be adaptable and flexible because you never know what's going to happen in terms of the environments that we're in you know we're not in a studio right um, and our production team, which is amazing at Voice America, does a great job, but if we're in a position where we don't get good reception, if there are background noises that we can't control, uh, if something goes awry at the production studio that's helping us get this to our, our wonderful listeners, um, then, you know, we have to figure out how to juggle. And so for yeah. me, continuing to explore how adaptable I am um, is a big influencer. But I will tell you, um, there is a time just so that everybody knows, where misadaptability um, also will exhaust herself. Um, And what happens, you know, what happens is we we run, 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 because, you know, we're trying to make it all happen, not only for ourselves and the ones that we care about, uh, but there's this additional pressure on women in particular to, you know, tend and mend. And so, you know, you're trying to juggle all these different balls Right. Uh, in the air, and sometimes you're going to drop one. And so you have to be adaptable and flexible to knowing that yeah. you can't be all things to all people. Long answer, I'm sorry, but I just wanted no, to... No, no, that's I great. Well, I think because we're, rich. you know, we see each other in this situation, and I appreciate doing this with you. I think in, the, in, in getting this book out, I think adaptability for me has been uh, really one that I've um, summoned. And putting things in perspective, as we know, kind of the book is taking a couple of different changes, different than, than um, we may have kind of thought, you know, and it's, it's, all, it's all good. And I, I think for me what's helped is that perspective and better change perspective. So a lot of kind of the things that I'm excited about is, is what we have in the book, how do we bring that into our platform of eblifebook.com, uh, that idea of... of um, you know, really giving some hands-on things. So I've been, you know, it's been perspective, which I think is always important. That's one of the, the key things. And say, okay, so I'm not going to get too riled up about <clears throat> or stressed about the book. Let me keep this in perspective and let's do what we can do. And that's kind of where the perspective probably first for me. Uh, you know, how important is this compared to everything else going on? And then adaptability and how can I be flexible? Perfect. Well, guess what? Yeah. It's that time. We're going to take yeah. a quick break. Don't go away. We're going to delve deeper into some of the strategies in our new book, Emotional Brilliance. Don't go away. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Kathy and I have been zeroing in on being top performers to get this book out to you, Emotional Brilliance, How to Live a Stressless, Fearless life. One of the things that we want to highlight, and actually is in the book, and we will kind of highlight some things today in the show, you know, that you can um, get from the book, and also on the website, eblife.com, we have this uh, thing about law of feelings. You know, we all have these uh, feelings. There's a lot of different models about emotions and feelings. One of the distinctions that we like making in a lot of the uh, emotion uh, scientists have come up with this distinction between an emotion and feelings. And I'll, Kath, I'll share some of these and then, you know, uh, pass it over to you. So in the body, uh, an emotion is in the body. It's a sensation. um, It's a sign. You know, it's something that's going on in your body. And then as we try to make sense of that, we go to our head. So it's really an interpretation of what's going on in our body. Um, Damasio, who has written about a lot about feelings, one of the experts, I think he's at USC, feelings are mental experiences of body states. It arises as the brain interprets these emotions. So what do we do? We go to our history. Oh, what does this remind me of? Oh, another time I had this little experience in my body, it was this. I think one of the uh, examples... Kath that I had that with my son uh, Dylan, for the longest time, he would have what he would call waist pain. And it's funny that he would call it his waist. He didn't say stomach pain, but he said, oh, I have this waist pain. And, uh, you know, and, and we're saying, oh, it's, you know, something wrong? Is he sick or all that? It took us a while to help him. And I think parents, we help name these feelings for our, our kids that his waist pain was anxiety. And so he got to notice that, that, you know, it wasn't just indigestion. 
he was feeling anxious. So that was his sign. That was his um, way to kind of figure out. And it goes so your feelings are cognitively laden from your past, from your past wiring. Um, and so that was one example of that. And I'll say one more and Catherine, then turn it to you. Sure. Feelings are contagious. And you want to think about uh, with COVID and pandemic, what feelings are you putting out there? You know, just like the pandemic and COVID-19 is uh, contagious, well, in your family, in the people at work that you work with, your feelings are contagious, probably more so than COVID-19. And what are you sending off, and is that what you want people to receive? So go ahead, Kath. You want to pick up on some? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if if you look at these um, laws of feelings, and of course they're they're in the book, and they will be at our website edlifebook.com. Um, and we're only saying that over and over because it's new. It's new for both of us, and we want everybody to share in the joy of getting your feelings, if you will, back on track. Um, when when Beverly and I started thinking about how do you put feelings, right, above emotions, above whatever it is that's going on for you. Because many of us have already been, and I'll just use the word polluted, again, by our emotional ecology, because whoever it is that raises us, right, sometimes the emotions that we are labeling and the feelings, which are the, you know, the the mental experiences of, of the state of our body, okay, as you said, which arises of an interpretation that our brain has based on what's happened to us before. And so sometimes, you know, when the people who who are raising us don't have a a large body of knowledge, um, not for, for lack of wanting to, but for lack of needing to, uh, a lot of people mix the words grief and depression. Uh, A lot of people who aren't trained uh, scientists um, who are trying to help others wouldn't be able to distinguish between those two. So, for example, when you think about emotions or electrochemical signals, right, that, that flow through us, in an in like an unending cycle, right? Emotions are things that they they like you said they're contagious. So if you don't have a large repertoire of words that you've learned to describe your feelings, it's easy to confuse them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm sure many people have had that right that experience where somebody has said, oh. She's got anxiety. She's, she has an anxiety disorder. She, you know, when she gets anxious, she does this. Um, she washes her hands or she goes back and locks the door ten times or she, you know, is not able to breathe well. If you layer all those, if you will, actions on top of another person's feelings, you're not allowing them to sit with that feeling and understand it. And it might not be anxiety. It, right. it might not have anything to do with them washing their hands over and over or checking the door to make sure it's locked or not being able to breathe. But because we often don't have the language, some of our feelings go unnoticed and they go unnamed. Yeah. So it's very important, right? It's very important that people understand that when you read this book, um, that the laws of feelings are, they're basic. They allow us to put together what we are experiencing and to try to apply information to it. And some of that's going to be unpleasant, right? Some of it will be pleasant. Um, Some of it is going to have an intensity, that, that feels, um, as you like to say, either high or low. 
And what you and I love the most about our interaction, I mean, you're all the way over on the West Coast, I'm all the way over on the East Coast. You know, people often ask, um, how do we have this great connection? And, you know, after 13 years of, of being, you know, virtual friends that see each other once in a while uh, on a great occasion, which we celebrate, it it is a range of intensity between us that creates this um, opportunity to bring other people into our well-being. So how do you describe that feeling, you see? And so one of the things that you and I have been able to discover in, you know, individually, and I hope the listeners out there are thinking about this, by being aware of our feelings as we discussed prior to this conversation we're having now, we've been able to match the intensity of each other's feelings. And when we do that, it's contagious, it builds empathy, it builds compassion, and it builds the desire to create that sensation in other people. Yeah, Kat. And that's the magic, right? Definitely. And I, and I think that that connection, like you're saying, that intensity, and we all know this, um, why vulnerability is such an important one. Kathy, you and I have both been, you know, vulnerable with each other. When someone drops, and I'll use that term, drops to a kind of a deeper emotion, and, and that's where kind of this vulnerability, you know, is now, you know, a, kind of a buzzword, you know, from Brene Brown and others uh, in the business world. The more you can share your vulnerability, you know, first makes you human, and it allows you to have this connection with others because we're all that, even though we may have this idea of trying to, um, you know, make like we don't feel anything and we can get through everything. That's the connection. And you can see this in your family. You can see this with others. When someone can share a vulnerability, you know, I'm not so good at that or I'm, I have some anxiety about this, but here's what I'm going to do about it. We all have that. And the more you can identify what you feel, that's the notice and name, but then express it, it's the connection, like Kathy and I have here, of really you know knowing a lot about each other. And when we think about these feelings, and we've all seen this, negative feelings are stronger than positive. And it's this negativity bias we have. And so with the COVID-19, it's really important to see and be conscious about what your feelings are and where do you want to go with that because we can all do a nosedive with all the, you know, obvious worries and, and apprehensions. They're all there. It's not to say that, you know, we accept those. But then consciously, where do you want to go? And the more that we can build up what is important, what is positive, this is some of the go-to stuff that we'll talk about, where do you go when you have anxiety? Where do you go when you're concerned about your health? Where do you go when you're not working, and you're wondering about the next job. I mean, that's we all have that. That's the empathy. And do you stay there? And the whole idea of what you focus on grows. And so if you focus on every anxiety and every worry and every apprehension, you're giving fuel to that. It's fanning the fire. That's what can grow. And then you have to be careful when you're with people that you love, what are you sharing, given that feelings are contagious and this negativity bias is stronger than positive. So how we can all help is being more positive. Um, what's the upside of the uh, pandemic? What are some of the things that we could do? What's, what can we do today? Sometimes that focus on today is really important. What can you do today uh, that can let you feel good, let the people around you feel good. Well, Relly, it's that time again. We're going to take a quick break. We are going to continue to talk about our new book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stressless, Fearless Life. So don't go away. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Kathy and I are excitedly talking about our book, Emotional Brilliance. Right now you can order for 99 cents. It'll come out on June 9th, eblifebook.com. And we're following up on one, one of the sections that we have in the book, Law of Feelings. And so, Kathy, one of the things that, that we have in there is this idea of feelings aren't biodegradable. And I think this happens with probably a little bit more so with men, but with you know men and women, that somehow if I just ignore this feeling, it's going to go away. It'll, it'll dissolve. It'll biodegrade. And even that term biodegradable, we think, oh, okay, if I just don't pay attention to it, it's going to disappear. It'll go into uh, my body and uh, disappear. Well, we know it does go into the body, but it goes into it and it can be causing issues, health issues. In, in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, they talk about, they have these great idioms that when you bury a feeling, you bury it alive. And all of a sudden, it may come out elsewhere. And often when we bury it, it comes out sideways. You know, we may be anxious about um, our health. We may be anxious about our job, and we don't express it like we were just talking about earlier it comes out sideways at, as irritation, at anger, at impatience towards somebody, you know, that we're close to. So it's not the real feeling, you know, that's a surface feeling. And the other thing that's important to say 
if we stay with these feelings, um, especially the anxiety or the rumination, over and over and over, it starts to eat away at our self-control. And that's why we sometimes are not the nicest with the people that we love the most. Our self-control has been eaten away by this ruminating and the, and the worry. As you talk, I'm sure our listeners are feeling the same thing. We, we, that, the words, just the words, right, create muscle activation. Yeah. And as that, as that muscle is, is releasing that activation, we're all feeling those words. And yep. the fact that feelings aren't biodegradable is something we ignore in society. Um, they contaminate us, and they can contaminate others, more so than any virus, because they are never going to be in the, you know, in, in the medical world. Um, they're never going to be something that we can be injected against, right? There's nothing that we can take as a booster. However, there are different environments in which people operate where they are told feelings don't matter. I don't care what your feelings are. You're going to do that. And it starts uh, at a very early age. And if we don't accept feelings and experience them to get through them, because they, they want to get out and, and be over already. You know, these are, these are things that have yeah. been right, organized into our framework as a human being over yeah. a very long period of time because they are safety mechanisms, right? When you, when you open milk, what's the first thing that most people do when they open milk? They smell, smell it. it. Yeah. And the reason is because sour milk will make us sick. And so one of the things that we have gotten used to and it becomes a behavior that we don't even know we do, is we open something and we smell it. Now, that smell reflex at some point in our human evolution was a safety mechanism. Okay? So what feelings are we naming and do we know why we have it? You know, I was saying earlier, um, there are so many different um, perceptions of feelings, other than negative or positive. Some are mixed. Some create conflict. And in, in our book and in the website uh, at eblifebook.com, we talk about the law of feelings. And one of the things that we want everybody to do when they read and come to the website is really notice, right, NAME, notice those feelings and be able to name them. Can you imagine working in an environment, especially if you think about um, uh, military operatives, okay, especially in, in um, the higher uh, special forces and special operations or even within the special response teams within law enforcement. If you allow your feelings, whatever they are, to come into whatever it is that you are trying to achieve on a mission, you are likely not going to finish that mission. And so you have got to be trained how to avoid your feelings. And like we said, they're not biodegradable. Right. So they are eventually going to contaminate and pollute you. But guess how many people, like I said, either grow up without understanding their feelings. Um, they don't have a language to describe them. They just know they're negative or positive. They don't know how to express them. They don't know whether it's optimism or hope or um, being yeah. excited. Um, and, of course, you know, there are, we are, I think, one of the few, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, we are one of the few countries um, who speak English, <laughs> who only have one word for love, right? There are many other uh, cultures that speak other languages that have multiple words for love, like in, in the, the Greek um, 
dictionary, agape, right? So agape is a form of love, but it's not the same as being in love. It is the love of someone else whose pain you wish to take on without injuring yourself, and you do that through support and assistance, and we call that empathy, you know? So, so these, so these loss of feelings are very important. Yeah, Kath, a couple of things I wanted to uh, to add uh, to that. You know, I think um, you talked about the military. We both worked with um, physicians, healthcare, kind of the same thing. It's almost like this, let me hold it in. Someone asks you, how you doing? We say, we hold them off. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then we hold on. Hold, hold it in hold others off, hold on. And that idea of let me just hold on, and that's where you say you can internalize, you know, a lot of these feelings. What we're trying to do with our book is uh, let it out appropriately, and that's where the expression of that. Let others in, you, and you also want to use some discretion. Who do, you, who do you let in? I mean, you don't necessarily let everybody in. You don't want to share something that you feel vulnerable about and someone makes you wrong for it. So you want to let it out, you want to let others in, and then you can kind of let go. This idea of the life of a feeling, it just wants to get out and get over. It doesn't last more than, you know, four to six seconds or so unless we keep perseverating on it, ruminating on it. So in a sense, we give it fuel. On its own, it wants to get out and get over. So if you can share it with someone, share it with someone that you love, and who can receive it. And that's the critical receive your anxiety? Who in your life can receive your hurt and pain without trying to fix you? And they can just kind of understand you. So that distinction between fix you versus understand you, like Kathy, you're saying, that's that really uh, empathy. Well, also think about, and we have this uh, as well in, in the book, and I'm sure people can go and find this data, but the American Institute of Stress, right, found that today's stress is more than it's ever been in the past. Um, and the data that I'm actually about to share is even pre-COVID, right? right? So think about how this has been impacted since then. But I'll just give a few of these because they're, they're just so relevant. 80% of workers feel stress on the job. Nearly half say they need help in learning how to manage their stress. And 42% say their coworkers um, need the same help. So just think about 80% of the people feeling stressed, right? And then half of those are just, they can't even understand where their stress is coming from. But they can, in fact, contaminate each other mm-hmm. in the workplace. Um, 14%, while it's not low, it's still a significant number, um, 14% of these um, wonderful employees had felt like striking a coworker in the past year, but they, they didn't, thank goodness. And um, 25% have felt like screaming or, or shouting uh, because of job stress. Yeah. So, you know, we, we think about uh, working at home uh, as a godsend for many of us uh, to be able to be productive, but... To be honest, even though for some of us it's an accommodation, we actually need uh, some time to sit with ourselves in whatever job we have. So imagine the distinction between being able to work from home and set your pace but get your job done, work at home with kids and pets, and another adult who possibly is working from home. And now you're in an environment that doesn't allow for that time, right, for sitting with whatever it is that you are doing to concentrate. The, the upheaval in our inability to deal with that kind of stress because it's so new to us, that that is going to take that 80% of workers who feel stress and just explode it. Yeah. So and Kath, we are, we're going to have to take yeah, our, to take to our next break. break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, we're going to be discussing your uh, go-to emotions when we come back from this break, and we hope you're enjoying. We are, and we'll share more of emotional brilliance when we come back. Don't go away. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 are you a fearless leader Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking about our new book, Emotional Brilliance, How to Live a Stressless, Fearless Life. The website, which is now up that you can uh, order just for 99 cents, and it's only um, for a limited time. It's actually going to come, the book's going to come out. You'd get it sent to you on June 9th, uh, www.eb, for Emotional Brilliance, Life Book, eblifebook.com. And so one of the things we want to talk about is kind of what's, what is your go-to? And so what do we mean by that? And we shared a little bit at the beginning of the show. Um, when there's a challenge, and we've been kind of coining that term, name your challenge. So you have a challenge, name, notice, accept, manage, express. What's your go-to? It could be a value that you have. It could be a certain feeling that, that gets you going for the event. It's like a, how do you prep yourself, prompt yourself, could be what you tell yourself. It could be, um, you know, a preparation. And so that's this go-to is in the middle of this target that we have. We have your your strengths, you know, from emotional intelligence and other strengths. We have kind of your key successes. But in this challenge, what's your go-to? One of the uh, things, you know, if you like sports, Pete Carroll has this idea, you know, the coach of the Seattle uh, Seahawks, something great is going to happen in the next minute. Now, what if that was a go-to? What does that do to your brain? What does that do to um, get you ready for something great is going to happen? Or maybe for you, the questions that you ask, how do I make the most of this pandemic? How do I maximize this time with my family? 
I may it may be different later. What is something that I really need that I want to learn right now? How do I turn this adversity into an opportunity? All those are questions, and you have to have you know emotional self awareness to realize what you're asking yourself, and how do you promote those in a positive way so you really can lean into getting more positive, being you know optimistic. So that may be someone's kind of go-to is really you know being optimistic, finding what is possible you know, in this situation. So, Kath, let's give a little bit, you know, more um, examples. One of the stories that we have is Conan Silvera. And, Kath, you may want to say more about this, you know, as a um, martial arts, multi-martial arts um, specialist. And it's interesting. It starts the book off with his story. And, Kath, I'll hand it to you because you you know him more. But I think his story, what's so uh, relevant to me was what's his go-to about kind of befriending the ghost. So why don't I hand it off to you because you know his story better. Sure. Um, and, you know, what I what I want to uh, just preface this with uh, is if we just make sure everybody can see their target, right, because we have this target, and this is our model. And on the outside ring of the target, we have our strengths and our EI competencies. And in the next inner ring of that circle, we have our secondary strengths. As Relly said, there are values, our feelings, the pictures of experiences, phrases, um, and things that we've done, actions. And at the very center of that target is our bullseye, which is our emotionally brilliant primary go-to. Okay, that is your go-to, that emotional brilliance in the center of our bullseye. So uh, with Conan, uh, who is a wonderful, wonderful human being, um, he has grown over many, many years from a uh, MMA uh, cage fighter uh, to a UFC uh, America top team champion coach. And he has had some wonderful, wonderful wins with his, um, I will say, his uh, coaching clients. And uh, I don't want to necessarily go into them here, but if you just Google Conan, um, you will definitely get a sense of, of the magnitude of the advice uh, and the great work. Uh, and the emotional brilliance he brings out of every fighter he works with. Uh, and that's why he's one of the uh, the uh, co-owners of America Top Team. But Conan went through some very difficult times in his life, and he came through them by recognizing where his passion for the fight comes from. And uh, in his ability to reconcile his ghosts, which he terms uh, lovingly uh, as his feelings, he is able to translate that information to, as we like to say, ordinary people who do extraordinary things. And as we've said before, you know, if, if EI is the target and EB is your go-to, right, your go-to emotional brilliance. What Conan is able to do with every fighter he has worked with is take them from being successful to being significant. And that's very important because you don't win every round. You don't win every bout. You don't win every day, even when you're working out to get in that cage and fight. And so it's so important to keep that information, that way of thinking about yourself, because right. you have a capability, right? But if you don't own that capability, you don't know what it is, then it can become inappropriate in a specific situation where you can also be triggered. And this happens often, not only with fighters, but with, uh, you know, military and law enforcement, special forces operators, you know, they could be 
uh, just having uh, a casual drink with friends and somebody finds out who they are and now they walk up to them and they start to threaten them and they start to push the boundaries to see how far they can get before somebody loses their temper. So, so one of the things very, I think very important. Mm-hmm. What I, why we have that story in the beginning, because it's just an unusual way. His whole story and how he's coaching people, and we all have this, and I love that he calls it his ghost. He said we could have 20 or yes. 30 of our ghosts, and it's yes. basically the things that could be in the ring with them. And so from our book, how do you manage your feelings? He has people befriend them. And we'll end here. What feelings um, do you need to befriend? Do you need to first notice a name and accept? And then you can kind of move into, you know, managing them and, you know, dealing with that. And not and then you decide triggered, you right? express it or not. Yeah. So, go ahead, Kathy, you bring us home. No worries. I'm just so thrilled that our book is out, um, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stressless, Fearless Life. Please, it's only 99 cents. Buy one for everybody you know. We're trying to make it really available. Between now and June 9th when it goes live, I have no idea what the price will be after then. Um, but I hope everybody will go to eblifebook.com and place your orders. We are at that time where we have to say goodbye. Just remember, know your go-tos, learn them, expand your repertoire so you can summon the right motivation and respond. Don't react to a situation. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Tune Up, your leadership, uh, leadership Development News. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.